So my name is Loma Benjamin Michael. I am a wife, I am a mother, and I'm a freelancer. Hello and welcome to Obehi Podcast. I'm your host, Obehi Ewanfo, and I strongly believe that everyone has a story to share. Now let's get started with this episode. graduated from the University of Cape Coast in Ghana about six years ago, studied in my resources management. And after a few years of, of searching for jobs relating to my uh, studies in my course, and I didn't get any, coupled with the lockdown and everything, I decided to go into freelancing. So I had to learn some skills, some digital skills, and that landed me into freelancing. And that's how I started my freelancing journey. Uh, do you want to tell me a little bit about your background, I mean, more about it? So you were born where? Where did you grow up? Uh, that is important for us. Okay, I'm Nigerian, born in Nigeria. I was born in, in Port Harcourt, a family of five. I'm the only girl. I have four brothers. I have two other brothers, but one is late, and I have two younger brothers. So I grew up in Port Harcourt. My primary, secondary school was in Port Harcourt, then it was... Um, for my tertiary at that university, I had to travel to Ghana with the help of the support of my parents to do my degree there in Ghana. So my life has practically been from Port Harcourt River State, Nigeria, to Ghana for studies, Accra. Then I came back for my youth service and I got married about three years ago and moved to Lagos. That's interesting. So you are currently in Lagos now? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, because you were you were born and you grew up in Port do you want to tell us anything about Port Harcourt? Similarly, uh, for example, there are some people who do not know uh, anything about Port Harcourt. I want you to sell Port Harcourt for us. What is important about Port Harcourt? Okay, everybody knows Port Harcourt as an oil city. You know, a lot of oil companies are there, product, uh, production companies, breweries are there. Like where I grew up, we have about three to four breweries in the community. There, you know, Portacourt is 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 a bubbling city. You know that there there's life in Portacourt, and you can actually achieve a whole lot living in Portacourt. You know, there's good lights, there's good lights compared to other states. There are good roads, as you know, Governorica is you know building good roads and and um, flyover bridges there. So there's the the good um, road networks. And uh, we can do good businesses there too because the population is is good for business. And you know, with with electricity, you can actually have a successful business. You can get jobs, but getting jobs there most times is based on connection. You know, maybe you know somebody from River State that that knows somebody. You know, before you can get maybe government jobs. But apart from that, the 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 clinics, like the whole, um, the medical services there, are good. You know, they are reachable. They have good um, shopping malls. If you want to shop, you know, within your reach, the the, gov- the governor of the state has made the states, you know, quite habitable for for indigenous and non-indigenous. We believe that everyone has a story to share. We believe in the power of storytelling in today's digital economy. Yes, 
We believe that our audience needs to be touched at the level of emotion so we can better engage. What about you? Do you believe in storytelling as much as we do? Do you want to reach the hearts and minds of your audience? Then join us with our online training class, Storytelling for Content Creators and Digital Entrepreneurs. Come, come to obehiel1food.com slash storytelling and learn how to leverage your storytelling skills so you can earn more as a content creator and digital entrepreneur. Storytelling is a powerful instrument at our disposal. Let's explore it together. See you in the class. If you want to start up a business and you're looking for an area where they have good electricity, I would say Patakot is one of the places to look at. Also, you can, for families who want to move to a place where you can get good schools for your children, Patakot is also a good place where you can start up your children on a good educational foundation. Yeah, Patakot, I mean, you guys are the one that are actually enjoying the country because you have 24 hour power supply there. Is this something like yeah. that? The roads are yeah, yeah, good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes, uh, yes, yes. That's great. That is interesting. All right. So you leave Port Harcourt to... Okay, now you are still in Port Harcourt. I still have another thing to ask you there. What was your okay. kind of prospect as you were growing up in Port Harcourt? I mean, what kind of future do you see for yourself as a young adolescent? Okay. Um, first of all, I'll, I'll talk about my family. You know, you know, family first before the outer or the external environment. I grew up in a Christian home with a very strict you know, upbringing, you understand. Being an only girl made it more, more strict for me. So I didn't have that um, opportunity to, you know, explore. To play place. around. Exactly. That social life. I didn't have it because <laughs> of how strict my parents were, you know. So it was just cool, church, and home. I would mm -hmm. say it molded me to what I am now, you know, staying at home all the time made me to even appreciate these remote jobs now because, of course, you work from home. But apart from that, my um, my educational background and how my parents really invested in us, all his children, to get that education that he didn't get when he was a child made me to, made, made me to see a lot of opportunities that maybe my peers um, did not see. I went to private schools from my nursery down to my, um, up to my secondary education. I went to good private schools and I got, I would say, I got the best of education for myself at that period of time compared to other, other children like same, uh, on the same um, environment. I, I, I got the opportunity to win um, a scholarship after my my primary education. I won a federal government scholarship for my secondary education, but due to issues of indigene, you know, being a, being a non-indigene, despite the fact that my mom is from River State, but I was denied that opportunity, you know, because of the fact that my dad is not from River State, so it was it was it was taken from me. It was painful because it really broke me, you know, having envisioned how 
how I'm going to go through that, um, you know, that opportunity or that venture. But it did not stop me from continuing studies. And that made me to finish my secondary school with a very good result in my work and made my parents to say, okay, you can actually go to Ghana to do your, your first degree. So I'd say environment-wise and family, being, um, coming from the family I came from, it really molded me to who I am today as an adult. Uh, so you mean now that uh, uh, there are some opportunities there in Port Aikot, but because you are not an indigenous, you cannot assess it. Yes, uh, yes. That is, that is... That, that's something that, that really, it's not really good because, of course, I was born and brought up there. And for the fact that my mom is from there, I think that's, that's let's just say, if you want to apply that um, angle, it, it should be something that I, I merited. Do you understand? I, I wrote it and I merited it. I, I got it for, um, on merit, not because of any other affiliations, you know, but it is what it is. We are in Nigeria, so yeah, it happens. Mm -hmm. that, that's quite unfortunate. Looking at the, the country that we want to build, where we should be yeah. talking of uh, meritocracy instead of who you know. Exactly. That, is, that, that is not fair. Anyway, that is the country. Uh, every country uh, has its own problem to deal with. This is our own. We need to look for a way to deal with our own. Yeah. All right. Now, you are currently in Lagos. Uh, do you want to give us a little background of what you see around you in Lagos? I mean, how you feel living in Lagos, doing your business? Because that is what we are going to be concentrating on just now, um, where yeah. you are doing freelancing and the rest of it. Okay, yeah. So I'm not actually in Lagos. In the city of Lagos, I'm actually at, I'm at the outskirts of Lagos, Ogo State. But but you are you are you are cool there. You like you like the place, no? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, when I came in here after my wedding, it was quite new to me because the environment is totally totally different from what I grew up in. Where I grew up in, you know the culture, the language, the way of life, and everything, the environment in total. It was very, very different. It took me time to adjust. And trust me, I'm still adjusting. You know, because <laughs> <laughs> growing up, you know, all my life in a particular type of environment and coming to a new, totally different part of life was something that the life in Portacos cannot be compared to here. Here we can go for weeks, days, or light. It was frustrating at first. Morning, well, almost every day. No. The language barrier, whereby you go to the market to get something, and they, they, they start speaking Yoruba. I don't understand Yoruba. So I have to, I have to start learning how to communicate with them. So <laughs> when I came out, it was quite difficult getting a job here because the area where I reside is more of a business-oriented area. You know, it's very, it's quite difficult to get the kind of job that um, suits my qualifications. So I had to, you know, I had to try one or two things. I try, I actually tried a different, a lot of things. I tried going. My husband is a businessman, so he. So he and that's already very good for you now. Exactly. So I tried doing one or two things. I tried going into um, 
production of um, Greek yogurt and buffet, uh, you understand. So I noticed that the people here don't even know what it is. Majority of them don't know what it is. So it will be like coming to bring something strange, you know, and they might, the patronage might be low because of how expensive it will be and judging from the fact that they don't know what it is. So I tried I tried a few things and it wasn't working. That was how I I found my way. I found my dream or passion in freelancing and remote jobs. Since I already have knowledge of, you know, um, computer, I have knowledge of modern um, modern computer applications and all. Coupled with my educational background, I had to just dive into freelancing that is what we are spending some time with today uh do you want to tell me um how people should get started with freelancing what what do we actually mean when we are saying freelancing i think some people need um a kind of a background information about that please help us from my understanding and my, <clears throat> excuse me from my understanding and my experience so far i'd say freelancing is providing the skills you have to companies or clients that have need for it or that, that needs it and exchanging needs for pay at your own pace, at your own pace, at your own time, you know, freelancing is very flexible. It can be compared to traditional working, like going to the going to office from Monday to Friday, nine to five, because you can do freelancing at any time based on your um, contracts. Freelancing is also, you can also be a freelancer. It does not require you to stay at a place. So like I can say that it's not based on location. You can, so long as you have your, your work tools, you can work from anywhere in the world and with anyone from any part of the world. So that's what freelancing really is. Do you want to share with me some of your experiences as you were starting out? Uh, I mean, your initial steps now, mm -hmm. because um, I want to believe that you you had some things that you need to learn. You, there are some experiences yeah. that you have had. Please share with me. Yeah. Okay. Like I mentioned um, before, um, what helped me to navigate easily was because of my prior um, educational experience. You know, I, I studied in Ghana, and the Ghana, Ghanaian system of education is very, very different from Nigerian system of education. From the first school I went to, from, from your level your level one, then your level 100, that's a year one, they begin to prepare you for the um, job market. They prepare you, like, all around. They, they group you into into groups of maybe five, ten, depending on the number of students in, the, in each course. You begin to prepare presentations, PowerPoint presentations, begin to, you know, um, handle projects. Do you understand? So this, this preparation made me to navigate easily into freelancing because of, um, in my own fields, that freelancing is broad, you know. Freelancing is broad. You can write books and and sell. That's so freelancing. You're 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 selling your your knowledge. You know, you're selling your skills for for money. So, but my in my own field, which is virtual assistant, administrative, 
assistant, email marketing, email handling. There are some there are some skills or some some things I already knew from my um from my studies. I already knew. So I just had to learn the ones that I did not know. Of course, it will not be easy in the beginning, you know, juggling home affairs, trying to make your home to be to be okay while learning a new skill. Time, effort, when there is no light, you have to put on, you have to buy fuel to be able to join classes, meet deadlines, submit projects. Oh, so all those things, because I was already ready. That's, a, that's the most important thing. You need to be ready in your mind, in your head, that I'm, I'm, I'm entering a new space. I'm going into a new venture. So I have to be prepared for it mentally. So whatever comes, I know that, yes, I know why I went through it. You must have a reason also. You cannot just jump into something because you heard that, oh, they're making dollars, they're earning pounds, they're earning euros, money. Then you jump into it without any other of idea what it's about or without any personal conviction. I had to sit myself down my husband and discuss with him. I can, uh, due to the fact that I cannot get physical jobs, here with my qualifications and I'm really not a business type of person. I do business, but my kind of business is, is focused on services and not products. Do you understand? So I know that myself that when it comes to products, business uh, product aspect of business, I, I cannot function well. I function well on services because I teach, I can provide different form of services if I learn it. So that was one of the reasons why I made up my mind to go into freelancing. So whatever came as a result of that decision, I was already prepared for it mentally. Of course, when I started, after I took the course, the, I registered for a course, a three-month course. No, a month course, three weeks. Three weeks course for a month um, under the digital which community of Facebook. The 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 founder the founder's name is um Equitos. Yeah, that's the founder's name. So I saw it on Facebook and well if I, it was my husband that saw it first and then I saw it and it was like he wanted to tell me about it because he knows I can function well in this area. So we like our minds were working together. So I we paid and I started the class. When I started the class, it was good, and I was excited for what is to come. And I know that I could function excellently in this particular area, so I put my all into it. After the after the trainings, I started sourcing for jobs, applying for jobs. I've got a lot of um, scam jobs. I've got a lot of rejections, you know, re um, rejections coming from uh, the fact that. My location is a barrier. Being in Nigeria, you can go through an interview, and at the end of the interview, you do very well in the interview. And your client or prospective um, employer will tell you, "Oh, we don't, um, apply, we don't, we don't offer jobs to people from this particular location." You can imagine the heartbreak, you know. So I saw those things, some jobs, applying for jobs, and they will, they will start asking you for money. For for money, if you're not smart or wise, you think, oh, 
let me give them money because I'm going to get the job at the end of the day. And the, the system is so, the um, freelancing system is so saturated right now that before you get a legit job, you need to be very, very smart and strategic. You know, the kind of jobs you apply for. So I experienced all those things as a beginner and I learned. Yeah, at some point I broke down. Like after two to three months, I have not gotten any job. I'm like, I thought they said we are going to get a job immediately after we learn these skills. What is happening? You know? But because, like I said, because I've already prepared myself mentally, whatever it takes, I know I'm going to achieve this thing. I pushed, of course, with the support of my husband, always encouraging me to not relent, applying for hundreds of jobs and not getting any replies from any of them. But after three months, did I get a reply? You know, the first reply I got from the jobs I applied, the woman is in, is in the U.S. and the job was lead and generation cold calling. After making us go through over a month's training, every day we had to be on Zoom. We had to be on the Zoom meeting for hours. So you can imagine me, an applicant looking for a job. I, I, I burned data, being on Zoom meetings, trainings for every day for over a month, running generator almost every day for over a month, time and everything. At the end of the day, the woman just, she just disappeared on us. We're about, we're about seven from different countries. Okay, I know four, four or five of them from Nigeria and other people. She gave us projects, gave us videos to watch from um, the CRM platform that she was using. Funny enough, she just signed up to that platform and she didn't know anything about it. So we were the one that was watching these videos and teaching her. To be a great content creator in today's fast-changing economy, you need one thing, storytelling. Storytelling is a powerful instrument to leverage, either for personal use or for your business success. This is why this training class, Storytelling for Content Creator and Digital Entrepreneurs, was created. It is designed to help you leverage the power of storytelling so you can stand out from the crowd and earn more in your business. Come to obehiairwanfo.com slash storytelling and learn how to leverage your storytelling skill to earn more as a content creator and digital entrepreneur. You need the power of storytelling to stand out in the competition. So let's explore it together. See you in the class. Teaching her the intricacies of the platform, you understand. It was frustrating. Exactly, exactly. She just maybe I don't know. She just woke up one morning and I was like, "Oh, I have few bucks and I want to do this. So let me just pick up some free some freelancers for three dollars per hour." And of course, you get you definitely get desperate people that want to work, especially in Nigeria because if you, if you convert the money naira, you know you know how far it go. So she got us, and for more than a month, we we're doing back to back trainings every day. For each training, would be like. Sometimes four to five hours. Sometimes I'm I'm on a training from 3 p.m. to 7 p.m., 8 p.m. The burning generator. It was frustrating, but my mind was already made that no matter what it takes, 
I'm going to get good at this and I'm going to achieve something out of this. Most, most freelancers, I know most of my colleagues that took the class too and they, they, they had to stop, like they had to just pause because they were frustrated and not getting this. You know, that's why that's the reason I mentioned before you jump into something that is trending, make sure that you've stuck you to yourself and decided that whatever comes out of it, I'm ready for it. At the end of the day, I want to achieve a goal out of it. So yeah, that was my first job. Finally, finally, we did not get the job. Almost all of us. In fact, few of my colleagues started dropping because they started getting offers, you know, from other um, clients. So they started dropping and you know, I was the one that stayed to the last because I was like, let me see, let me see how far this will go. That is, that is me. I, I, I don't just quit on the way. I push I, 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 until I see that I've exhausted all my options, then I can say, okay, this is time I call it quit. So she, it's a long story, you know, the man that came, uh, you know, I came back to her, I'm like, okay, let me be designing your, uh, let me, design your your graphics and do animation videos for your for the services you're providing she was providing um counseling services for people for a uh, relationship children from broken homes and you know black americans they have that they have that issue a lot you know so but she didn't have any she, she has not really you know uh, mapped out her strategy. She was just doing trial try and, and error. You understand? That's what she was doing. So we were the one that was helping her create, like, make a, make a shape of what she was actually about to do. You know? At the end of the and day... Was not, and it was not like a kind of a, a program, a pre-recorded video that you could watch everything already designed, no? no it was yeah, live. No, yeah, it was live. We're having live Zoom meetings every day. So the, the platform, the CRM platform that she was using... We had to go there, download videos on how to, like, how to operate the platform. Then master it. Then she gives us assignments, and we come back to now. Um, we submit assignments, um, uh, submit documents to her mail, and we still come and she still asks us different. Like sometimes she'll be on her bed, and we'll do a meeting. She'll just be asking. Funny, funny question. It was it was frustrating because I'm like, you know, normally, normally, these trainings, normally on the normal circumstances, the training should be paid. Do you understand? Because it is the it is the person's time and and resource that is going into it. So there's something that we call paid training. Before when you get a, when you get an offer and the, the the client wants to maybe train you or what you are supposed to do. There's what we call paid training. They, they pay you for that training because they know it's your time that they are taking. So they have to pay you for it. Though not really much, but something that can cover up for your time and the, maybe the data internet you're using. But this one, there was no pay. She said it from the beginning. And because we were new into the system, we're desperate to just get a job. You understand? So the trainings were, were just were free trainings for her. And it was not a training per se. We were the ones training her who are the ones teaching her instead of it to be the reverse you know so at the end of the day i learned actually i would say i learned i learned from the videos i still have them i still go back to them you know if i get jobs that relates to that so i took it as a blessing in disguise and after that i've gotten rejections you know going through an interview and they send a mail 
yeah, sorry, unfortunately, we can't go ahead with you because of this and that. So, yeah, the experiences are there, but that's what makes us to be stronger. That's interesting. Yeah, experiences is a is a brain of of business, of course, because now you have learned a lot. Uh, also, because you are also teaching people now, so the experiences have become a a, a worth of knowledge for you to tap into. All right, now. Um, what do you think people should have or need to be able to succeed as freelancer in the Nigeria economy, for example? What do they need? First of all, you need a smartphone. You need a, a smartphone, a phone that can that can enable you to access the internet, download certain apps that will be need, needed, certain tools, communication tools, CRM tools, that, that marketing tools, depending on the the, the the services you're offering that we needed. Then the laptop is important, but not very important because there are some jobs you can do, like um, social media managing and marketing. You can actually use your phone to access certain social media um, apps. So if you if anyone can afford a laptop, it's, it's perfect. You, you know, because laptop the 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 view of from a laptop is different from the view on a phone. So the laptop is good, but if you can, if you cannot, then you can start with your smartphone. If you have a good internet, if possible, get all the networks in all the mobile uh, networks, yeah? All the pro uh, service providers uh, network in Nigeria should get it so that when one fail you, I don't know if you remember one time, three months ago, when um, Etel just went off, Etel network went off for a day, you know? That disaster for, for companies, for businesses that rely on them. Exactly. So you can imagine, I know a lot of people that lost jobs because of that. I know people that, that missed out on interviews because of that. So you should have, all, if possible, all the, the service providers and this number network with you so that you can be able to um, you know, switch in case. Lights is, 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 is important. You know, because it's, it's it's something that you do online. So if you have a sub, if you have a substitute for um, a NEPA can generator, or you can have power bank for both phone and laptop. You know, the laptop power bank is quite pricey, but if you get it, of course, it's for your own benefit because you not be offline. Few few days ago, a friend of mine um, lost a job because of that. Her phone was off, and the, the last the last requirement she didn't know before you get the offer. The, the client just sent a message on their communication platforms and um, Slack. And, and um, are you here? And she, her phone was short of low battery. And when she came online about 15 minutes later, the client had already given the job to another person. So if you want to go into freelancing, sure that have like a lot of substitutes substitutes for that. Then if you have a if you just have basic knowledge of computer because of course you're working you're working online. If you have basic knowledge of setting a modern tool like Microsoft Suite, Microsoft Office Suite, Google Suite, communication tools like Slack and Google Meets, Microsoft Teams, Zoom, you know, like that. 
CRM tools like um, HubSpot, Monday.com, Zendex, Zapier, and all. So these are the you might you might see it as nothing, but you can see a job that the clients want somebody that can help to to um, integrate certain tools using Zapier. If you have knowledge of Zapier, you can just get that job and do it. And fun, and and you don't have any excuse for you don't have any excuse now because information are bound compared to those days where difficult to get certain information. You go to YouTube, you see a lot of videos on those tools, those tools. You go to different sites, you see free information there. So I, I don't think anybody, I, I think like nobody has any excuse except maybe you don't have the time to go into freelancing. You know. <laughs> but if don't have the time, then they are probably not even fit for the business because you need time to do anything exactly. serious in life. Exactly. Everybody has 24 hours. So it, dep it depends on how you manage your own 24 hours. That's mm -hmm. the benefit part. With the, the benefits, when you get, when, when you're known, you know, when you're known, because of course, these people, to an extent, they fear or they don't trust us because of the image that a lot of us uh, Nigerians has, uh, you know, shown to the outside world. So if you get clients that trust you, you're good. You're good to go. They can refer you to their friends, you know, their business partners and all. But it's breaking that thing in the beginning. That's it. Uh, you see, a couple of um, it should be like about a year or two now. Uh, I was I had I was having a kind of experience that I was sharing with some of my friends in that. In the online business, I was hearing uh, when uh, maybe for example I was putting my myself out there. I think I was recently new at the time and looking at what I was doing from the point of view of business because of course I've only been doing what I'm doing now. Only that at the time I was doing it as a passion. But when I started to uh, do it as a business, then started to expand. Uh, I started to see proposal from different people, particularly from the east, people that are uh, from uh, India, Pakistan. And yeah. were making me offer they wanted to do something for me email uh all sort, all sort of uh, freelancing team because i do uh, hire a lot of people <clears throat> to do some of my things for me uh relating from content writing because i have a couple of uh, blog uh that I, I keep on feeding so of course i cannot do all of them myself no so i have oh. uh, virtual assistants and uh, content writers and sort of even video uh, work and the rest of it so what I want to just clarify is that at the time I was having this email coming from different people. They want me to give them job. But at the same time, I was since having some offers, sometimes from Nigeria particularly. And the offer was different. Is that they would say, I want to pray for you. Hey, I know Baba Lawo, Baba this, uh, who can pray yeah. for you. Those are the offer I was uh, getting from Nigeria. Then at the point I was reflecting, but why is it that somebody from in the Asia country, Indian or Pakistan or Sri Lanka or Bangladesh, they are trying to do business online, whereas those from Nigeria are there to make prayers and pray? Why is it mindset this different? So I was um, sort of reflecting. I didn't quite get it why that is the situation. Because now we are talking of uh, freelancing. Many people need to go online and be able to render a service to other people and get paid for the, for doing that. 
And this should be a legitimacy that people, everybody in the world should be doing. A good uh, a point in sight would be how much um, the United States uh, businesses are paying to Philippines, for example, who are running different uh, virtual assistant businesses and uh, a freelancing company. Now, in Nigeria, we complain we don't have job, but if people can organize this, uh, maybe I think we will be able to resolve this problem. So I want you to spend some time there explaining to me the mentality around freelancing in Nigeria. Are people embracing it? Yeah, I would say um, yes and no. I'll say yes and no. Yes, because um, I see people, especially young people, embracing it. Um, two years ago, not much people knew about freelancing. Not much people knew about working from home. In fact, no, because up to now, a lot of people don't believe that you can actually stay in your house with internet connection and actually work and earn money. Do you understand? Yeah, yeah. And this mindset, this mindset is, is really crazy, you know? Mindset renewal is something, is, is, is the basics for everything. Whatever you want to do, it, it first of all, um, it will first of all be settled in your mind first before it comes out in the physical. And religion, religion and culture plays a very big role in this. I'll say religion more because you pray, okay? You pray to God for something. The Bible says that the works, uh, He bless the works of your hands, right? The works of your hands. So you need to work. For that blessing to come. But majority of Nigerians believe that you have to, when you pray, eh, you pray and wait for that thing to come without making a move. It will take a serious mind-breaking teachings before a lot of Nigerians will come out from that mentality. Where I grew up from, I would say to an extent, a lot of people have had opportunity to learn computer from a very young age. But they did not take it seriously because they felt maybe it's a phase, it will pass. I mentioned to you that I trade cryptocurrency. You know, that was, that was one of the things I ventured into when I came here and I, I, I said that there was no jobs for me and I still do it, but not fully. And I know I told a lot of my friends, a lot of people I know that do this thing. And they said like, oh, it's Antichrist. It's six fifties. It's the mark of the beast. It's not, it's not um, godly and this and that. Then I do it. I want me to give you my ungodly money. You want me to give you my devilish money. So you see, that mindset is crazy. But my joy is that this generation is grabbing this thing with their hands and feet. I could tell you, I can tell you that in my class so far, 98% of, of, of people that have signed up to the class are young people. Young people. 18, 19, up to 25, 26. 98%. Why? Because they've seen that there is some, there's actually something. But it's the older ones that still believe that, that maybe they are too old for it. 
I'm not young, you understand? But I don't stop learning. If I see something new that comes, I'll put my head into it. The, there's a, the other ones who believe that, oh, that they are too old for this, or they have uh, that, they have children now, so they cannot uh, um, uh, do something new. Their children will continue what they do not do. See that mindset? Um, there's no life, so I cannot, um, I cannot function very well. Or I have activities in church. I'm a singer. I started singing from a very young age. I sang even in my if you, if you go to Sakura, my church in Ghana, everybody knows me. That wherever I find myself, so long as it comes it comes to uh, um, gospel, I avail myself. But that doesn't make me to be redundant or um, sorry for using the word stupid in uh, my career. I have a lot of friends that we finished um, together from school, but they just came back and relaxed. I'm looking for jobs that will pay them maybe $30,000 monthly. If you don't have a dream, if you don't have a, a desire, a dream, it, no, nothing will push you. Nothing will drive you. Do you understand? Then you now fall for cheap, um, um, come and do come and do 30 days fasting and prayer and your life will not remain the same. Your life will change for the better. I'm not saying you should not pray, but as a place for prayer and as a place for work. And if you don't fulfill that place of work, nothing will happen. Yes, we, we pray so that God will open doors for us. But if the doors are open, you have to go out to work, right? But you stay and be hoping that, oh, it is well, it is well. God will do it. We will do it. How? All the people we read in the Bible, they, they were doing something. David was doing something before God called him. And he, he never stopped. Every, all of them were, they had they had skills. So he was skilled in playing this. He was skilled in uh, hunting. Or he was skilled in farming. This and that. They had all these skills. And yet, they still served God and served humanity. But they never, they, they never went, went hungry. Look at the, the, the economy of the country now. The dollar rate, the pound rate, and, the, and, and all, all of that. I know people that don't even know. that They have no idea of what exchange rate is. They just believe, oh, dollar is going up, or oh, what is the dollar rate now? They have no idea, and they don't even want to know. You, 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 you understand? So I think it boils down to the mindset. If your mindset is changed, if your mindset is renewed, you see things differently, both in, in serving God, it's sort of religion. That's what we do. They are very, very religious, but... There's no personal relationship with God. If you have a personal relationship with God, your eyes will open to a lot of things that you didn't know before. I thank God for the kind of parents I have. More especially my dad. Yes, he was he was he was in that that clique before whereby you go to church every day and you expect you expect that manna will come from heaven. At some point, he had to break free. And from breaking free, things changed. And we now saw that you can actually serve God and, 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 and make good money for yourself, legitimately. So now you can serve God and travel, travel around and enjoy the good things of life. For Christ's sake, it, God gave us this urge to, 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 to take dominion over. He gave us this urge to take charge, to lead, to take dominion, to enjoy it. But my people are waiting for heaven. So this is heaven that is the place where you enjoy. Do you understand? So until that mindset is, is changed, it will be difficult for things 
to change. I am, I'm making um, a reference to a post somebody made on Facebook a few, few, few weeks ago trying to mock or trying to talk down on people that, that teach people how to, um, like all these, um, what they call it, affiliate marketers that teach people how to, you know, write books, ebooks, and upload, you know, freelancers that teach people how to end. The person was when they post to mock. Funny enough, this guy that made this post, he has books on Amazon, he has books on Kindle, he has he has books on these platforms, and he makes foreign currency out of it. But making a post to mock people that teach people how to be freelancers, do you understand? Like talking down on it that is fake, this and that. And the gullible people on the comment in the comment section where 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 were excited, happy. When I see those things, I just laugh and scroll past because it is only you that will, when you decide for a change to happen to you, then that change will come. Nobody can convince you that you need this. It is when you decide to tell yourself the truth that you actually need this, then that change will come. So, as far as religion is still existing in this country, as far as um, um, religion and culture, it will, it will take a very long time for Nigerians to fully embrace freelancing and actually believe that it's real and it works and puts, like, you know, go into it. But until then, we'll still be making our money and making it silently until they realize, you know. <laughs> All right, that's interesting. And that is the, 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 the beauty of life. Is that there will always be poor people. There will always be ignorant people. There will always be people who we believe all sort of things. That is why it is beautiful. That is why it is like this. Mm -hmm. <laughs> all right, now talking of the work that you do or freelancers do, um, mm -hmm. what kind of work are being requested in Nigeria uh, from Nigeria businesses? Because, you know, I, I still believe that uh, most businesses in Nigeria are still run in a traditional system. No? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but now, this is an economy where I really try, everybody is trying to open up so that the Nigerian economy is a huge economy. It cannot be run on a traditional system. We need mm -hmm. to open up to the email, marketing, telephone communication, internet especially. We need to be able to go to Google and type any specific business you should be able to find it data all these are going to be very important so yes. help me what are they requesting from you to do for them as a freelancer um nigerian businesses we're still, we're still a long way a long way to go when it comes to putting up our businesses online still a long way to go um I, like i want to get some things now let's say i want to i want to buy um Let's say I want to buy maybe you got brick and gutter say because I love it, it's healthy. I want to buy um, maybe some soups and I go online, I go to you know Google Marketplace to check for any clothes, any restaurant close by that I can order for. I don't see. I see maybe one or two or three in Abelkuta, which is very far from me. But around me, I don't see any. But there are restaurants if you go out there. That's, 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 that's one thing. But I think these people might not know, you know, they might not have an idea that you can actually expand your business, actually do this 
and make yourself visible to people. Maybe there is um, somebody come visit this place and want to have a taste of delicacies without going out. So you can actually do that. And also, I think they are, they are, they, most of them are comfortable. They're in the comfort zone. Because until when you desire to, to, when you desire for more, that is when you're going to search for how to get that more. But if you're comfortable with, with where you are, then nothing can change. I, 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 of course, because of the job I do, I, I like getting appliances that will help me to, for, to, to cook faster. You understand? You know, appliances that will help me to make, make my home, you know, to make me manage my home faster. And I go online to search, and I don't in Lagos that I can get this thing from. There's nowhere around here. Maybe there might be shops or malls or supermarkets, but I don't know where to find it. Do you know that telling a story is one of the most powerful ways to connect with your audience? Do you know that the human brain processes story much more easily and quickly than facts and figure? Stories are a great way to engage your audience, get them interested in your products and services, and inspire them to take action. A good story will help you create more compelling content that can be shared on social media or through other channels. And it's not just about telling a compelling story, it's also about knowing how to tell it effectively. Now, do you want to better connect with your audience? Then join us on our online training class, Storytelling for Content Creators and Digital Entrepreneurs. Come to obehealwonefood.com slash storytelling and learn how to leverage your storytelling skill to earn more as a content creator and digital entrepreneur. Storytelling is a powerful way to connect with your audience, so let's explore it together. See you in the class. And when I go online to search, I don't see only Lagos. I have to place an order from Lagos to here, which will cost me both delivery fee and everything. So I think until when they decide, when the business people decide, and funny enough, a lot of Nigerians, young people, are going into freelancing. So it will even help. It will even, it will even make the, um, their businesses to expand. You don't know what somebody will be looking for, but until you place yourself in the position where they can see you, that is only when you can know. My husband is into men, um, uh, men's outfits. You know, he sells everything men. I know customers he has gotten by just posting pictures on Facebook, posting pictures on his um, uh, WhatsApp status, Instagram story. He has gotten good customers within and outside the environment. Just making, just doing that little, you know, thing of putting what he does online. You understand? So he definitely, business will go far if we embrace embrace this online environment at the same time i feel people are very skeptical people fear scams people fear a lot of things you know and judging from the fact that there is insecurity in the country everybody is just being extra careful everybody is like let me just manage where i am because i might decide to search to, to want to do more and put myself into trouble you've had stories of people placing others and they 
pay, payment and delivery and they deliver, and maybe they want to deliver, the person's contact is not, the person's number is not going anymore, or they deliver and the person is not at home. All those things, it, it, it's not good for the business. So in as much as people, um, business people need to embrace this uh, online environment and expand their businesses, there are also, you know, disadvantages that will make people to want to, uh, you know, stay back and just be okay with the physical um, business they do. Yeah. But I, I also think that people need to embrace it because I've, I've, I've made both things from the U.S., you know, and they delivered through Korea to my house or to the post office. I go there to receive it. So I think if people have a knowledge, people need, uh, I think there has to be a kind of orientation, you know, because these are parents and elderly people, they might not have knowledge of it. So I think if they are taught, you know, then they can fully embrace it. But I think it's going to, Gradually, it's spreading, and it's only take a matter of time. Yeah, it will take a matter of time. There is, um, there is a need for generational uh, change of mentality in Nigeria. <laughs> I don't want to go into politics today because that is not the conversation of today. You could hear, for example, maybe Sorry? my brother. I said I don't even talk politics. Maybe my brother, my brother is a barrister and he's into politics, so maybe. He, he can talk about that. He's very good with that. So maybe he can talk about that. <laughs> All right. So that is it. Okay. Now, so how can people connect with you online? I want you to use these few seconds to advertise your business. Go ahead and do that. Okay. Thank you very much. So I provide um, freelancing services. I can be your virtual assistant. I also um, do email marketing email management, social media management, administration. You can reach me by my Facebook at Uloma Benjamin Michael. That's my Facebook name. On LinkedIn, Uloma Benjamin Michael. On LinkedIn, on Twitter, Uloma Michael. And my phone number, can I call my phone number? Uh, yeah, 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 no problem. You can reach me at 70 I'm a very, very reliable virtual assistant. I'll help you make your job easy and give you time to do other things. All right. Thank you so much for that. Now, what would be your final thought here on the conversation that we have had today? Maybe this is a message you wanted to say. I did ask you. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I organize trainings. If you want to be, if you want to explore freelancing, I organize trainings, monthly trainings for freelancers. You should have a skill that you know that you can provide. And also I'll teach on everything you need to know for freelancing, how to get good jobs, how to draft good um, proposals, catchy winning proposals that will make clients to contact you. Um, things you need to know on how to stay safe on different freelancing sites so that you don't get scammed, um, so that you can get legit jobs. So. We take a little fee for that training. It's a monthly training that is ongoing. Yeah, so grab it and learn something. Home, uh, start home moms, students, fathers. You can actually change your life when you venture into freelancing. I've called my number. You can reach me 
And you can reach me also on my email, benjaminuloma1 at gmail.com. Benjaminuloma1 at gmail.com. Thank you so much for your time, Mr. Odehi. All right. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Thank you, Uloma. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Have a good day. Bye. If you enjoy this podcast, make sure you subscribe so you never miss any of our future episodes. Rate our review overhead podcast and share with your friends who might need it. I remain overhead a Thank you so much for listening. I'll talk to you in the next episode.